Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of Sports Yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. The boxers have been given their instructions. The seconds are out. The crowd is ready for another edition of Shoulder Roll Virtual Boxing. With your presenter, the boxing historian, Greg Rashid. And I want to say sweaty cup to everyone out there. This is Greg Rashid, your presenter for another edition of the Shoulder Roll Virtual Boxing Podcast. And sweaty cup means hello and tie. And yes, if you're new to the program, I'm in Bangkok, Thailand, loving the weather here. Very, very hot today. It's the tropics, but I love it. And I just love all you folks out there who tune in to this podcast to listen to these shows. And it's really great. People from all over the world have been complimenting and commenting on the program is really appreciated and like i always say you can become a promoter of this program you can become a promoter decide what fights i should do on this program because it's your show it is your show and i want to let you know um you can go make comments on uh my youtube channel nourished by history you can go to sportshistorynetwork.com make your comments there or wherever you listen to the program make your comments there I respond, love talking to my listeners out there, or you know, promoters as I call them. And you also, if you want to just keep this show going, because I need the funding to keep the lights on, everything, and keep you know, get a better microphone. You can go to Patreon, look for Nourished by History, Shoulder Roll Virtual Boxing Podcast, and make your you know, become a promoter there. You can also go to buy me a coffee and make your you know donation there as far as um anything a dollar anything that can do and become a promoter on the program look for shoulder roll virtual boxing podcast on buy me a coffee really appreciate that but i appreciate all you folks out there and the new ones out there new folks listening in i'm going to explain briefly what we do here this is a what if program imagination that's all we use it. If you're a boxing fan, I know you are if you're listening to this program. We uh, create bouts that say, you know, what would happen if Joe Lewis fought Muhammad Ali? And we did this on this program. What would happen if Tyson Fury fought Mike Tyson? It's all, that's all we do here. And it's fun. And I know you sit around with your buddies or yourself. Maybe it's imagining what would happen. 
that these two folks got together. And what I used to create these bouts is the computer game Title Bout Boxing 2. Love that game. It's just great. And there's so many other great boxing games out there. Card games like Legends of Boxing and also Glory Days Boxing. Great games, but I use primarily Title Bout. And what we're going to do today, the bout today is two British heavyweights. And it's more of a what, you know, what if imaginary fight. It might be a future fight because I'm talking about current fighters, two heavyweights, Daniel Du Bois and Anthony Joshua. To see what would happen if these two got together in a 12-rounder, what would happen? You know, these are two guys that are knockout artists, but also they have suspects chin. So we're going to see what happens today as we put this in the computer. I don't know the results, but we'll see. And like I said, it's just imagination, you know, just to see what would happen. Because I could do it like a thousand times and maybe Joshua will win, do it, you know, a thousand more times and, you know, Du Bois will win. You never know, but it's just fun, just fun. But we're going to get to the fight right now. And our commentator, as always, is the great Shoulder Roll Steve. So we're going to get to the fights in a minute. But we have a couple of commercials I hope you enjoy. So let's hear that on the Shoulder Roll Virtual Boxing Podcast. I'm your presenter, Greg Rasheed. For those who say top value steps, the best gift in life are free. Gifts to grace your living room, each backed by a guarantee. Free for top value scent. An elegant polished brass chafing dish. Or, if something spills, a Bissell carpet sweeper, perfect for touch-up. To brighten your living room, select the beautiful Bradley table lamp, fashioned in walnut and brass. To enjoy your favorite TV shows in any room, choose an RCA portable television set. Like everything else, free for top value stamps. So save, save, save top value stamps. The best gifts in life are free, free, free. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for the ultimate knockout experience brought to you by Pillow Puncher Pro the boxing sensation that's softer than a grandma's hug. Pillow Puncher Pro, where every hit feels like a hug and every defeat is a chance for a power nap. Order now, and we'll throw in our exclusive Dreamy Corner kit for free. Pillow Puncher Pro, because when life throws a punch, you throw a pillow. Order now and redefine the knockout experience. Today's heavyweight bout will take place in the intimate York Hall in Britain. A sellout crowd of 1,200 boisterous boxing fans are here to cheer on two local favorites, Daniel Dubois and Anthony Joshua. Both fighters are physical marvels. Joshua has a slight edge in height at 6 feet 6 inches, while Dubois is 6 feet 5 inches. Joshua comes in at 254 pounds. Dubois is 234 pounds. Both men are knockout artists but both men also have weak chins, making them prone to being knocked out. I don't think this one will go the 12-round distance. The scoring is on the five-point system. Today's referee will be Randy Newman. The judges are Herb Santos, Don Trella, and Billy Burke. Sit back, relax, and get your favorite beverage as the bell sounds for round one. Joshua meets Dubois at ring center and lands a solid left jab for four points. Dubois' head snapped back from that jab. He steps back to regain his composure, then returns to ring center. 
I have a sense that Joshua wants to end this one quickly. Joshua loads up on a right cross that misses Dubois by inches. The crowd has been singing traditional British drinking songs since the doors opened for today's bout. Dubois counters with his own right cross for two points. That punch caused a cut on Joshua's left cheek. Doesn't appear to be serious. Dubois lands a two-point left uppercut. The fighters remain in ring center. Dubois clinches. Joshua steps out of the clinch and scores with a two-point combination. Dubois is moving about the ring, trying to establish position. Dubois has cut off the ring and pinned Joshua on the near ropes. Joshua clinches. Referee Newman separates the fighters. Joshua pushes Dubois into the far corner and lands a three-point left hook before the bell sounds to end round one. The points scored in the first round. Daniel Dubois had four points. Anthony Joshua tallied ten points. Joshua's punches had more power behind them, but Dubois did land a telling blow that cut Joshua. Joshua's corner is working on the cut. It doesn't appear to be serious. The bell has rung for round two. The fighters are in ring center. Joshua misses with a left uppercut, then follows with a two-point combo. Dubois lands a two-point left jab. Dubois lands a partially blocked jab for one point. Joshua lands a four-point left cross. Dubois clinches after that shot. Dubois was a little dazed by that one. Out of the clinch, Joshua lands a two-point right hook to the gut. Dubois counters with a four-point left uppercut that put Joshua on notice. The fighters are in ring center. Dubois lands a right uppercut for six-point that wobbles Joshua. The crowd is singing and cheering louder after that shot. The bell sounds just as Dubois was about to load up on another uppercut. Joshua is heading to the wrong corner. Joshua's cornermen are screaming at him to walk toward them. Finally, one of them grabs Joshua and walks him back to the proper corner. If there had been a few more seconds left in that round, I think we would have seen a Dubois knockout win. Joshua's corner is screaming at him and slapping him on the legs to wake him up. Joshua may not come out for the third round. Round two points. Scored. Daniel Dubois scored 13 points in round two. Anthony Joshua had eight points. Joshua appears all right. He's bouncing on his toes and meets Dubois at ring center as the bell sounds for round three. Dubois lands a three-point combination. Joshua counters a two-point left jab. Dubois clinches. Joshua wrestles Dubois into the neutral corner where the ref breaks them up. Joshua lands a two-point left hook. Joshua is shaking his left hand after that punch and wincing. I think he may have hurt his left. Joshua misses with a right cross. Dubois lands a two-point left hook and a three-point right uppercut. Dubois should use the uppercut more as it is easily getting through Joshua's guard. Dubois misses with a right hook. Joshua lands a one-point combination, then clinches Dubois at the bell to end round three. Joshua walks back to his corner, pointing to his left hand. He definitely injured it. Daniel Dubois scored eight points to Joshua's five in the third. That was a very close round to score. Round four begins with Joshua circling Dubois. Dubois throws a lunging left cross for two points. Dubois lands a two-point right hook to the stomach. Dubois lands a left uppercut for six points. Joshua is down! Joshua struggles to get back to his feet as the ref begins to count. Joshua is up at five. Referee Newman asks if he wants to continue. Joshua nods his head. 
The crowd is screaming. Du Bois moves in for the kill. Du Bois lands a three-point right uppercut. Joshua clinches. The ref is having a hard time separating the fighters. Joshua does not want to let go. Finally, the fighters break. Du Bois lands a two-point right cross. Joshua backs into the neutral corner. The cut on his face has reopened. Blood is pouring down his cheek. Du Bois lands a three-point left cross. Joshua is in serious trouble. Joshua clinches for survival. His corner is screaming at him to get on his bicycle and move. Wait. Do I see someone in Joshua's corner with a towel? Are they going to stop the match? Du Bois lands a right uppercut for five points. Joshua falls into the ropes above press row. That's it. Joshua's corner has thrown in the towel. Wow! The winner at 24 seconds left in the fourth round by technical knockout is Daniel Du Bois. The crowd cannot believe it. Some of them are booing Joshua and his corner. But it was obvious Joshua could not continue. I just got word from Joshua's manager that he had a broken left hand. It was decided that they did not want their man to be a one-handed fighter, especially against a powerful puncher like Daniel Du Bois. I must admit that I thought Joshua would win this by a knockout. He had the experience over Du Bois. Du Bois, though, had that right uppercut that Joshua could not defend. This fight sort of reminded me of the first Joshua versus Andy Ruiz fight. In that fight and in this fight, Joshua underestimated his opponent. Joshua will be ready next time for Du Bois. I want to remind the listeners that you can be a promoter of fights on the Shoulder Roll Virtual Boxing Podcast. Just send a message to Greg Rashid to wherever you listen to the podcast. That includes the YouTube channel, Nourished by History, where you can like, share, and comment. That includes the sportshistorynetwork.com. You may be listening on Apple, Facebook, KHSDenver.com, or Spreaker. Wherever you listen, please support this podcast by becoming a promoter. We will now return you to our presenter, Greg Rashid, in the Bangkok studio. This is Shoulder Roll Steve, your humble announcer. certainly didn't expect that. You know, I agree with uh, Shoulder Roll Steve. I thought that uh, Joshua would knock out uh, Du Bois, but we never know. You never know on these shows. You know, I just put it in the computer and see what happens. But that was really, for the brief time, that was exciting. I hope you enjoyed that. Hope you enjoyed that fight. Some of our fights can be less than a minute. Some of them can be like the whole 12, 15 rounds. Depends on what we put in there. But I hope you enjoyed that. And maybe this will, you know, keep this fight in mind. Keep this uh, imaginary what-if fight because if it comes to pass, you know, refer to this because maybe this is a a pretension of what's going to come up in the future. But we shall see. We shall see. But I hope you enjoyed that fight. And as I always say on this program, um, we do imaginary fights, but we talk about what's going on in the real world as far as boxing, what's going on right now. And as I make this show today as I'm doing this broadcasting this podcast there's a fight that's happening in Vegas on the 8th, February the 8th it's uh, the WBO light welterweight champion 
Theofimo Lopez versus Jermaine Ortiz. And by the time you listen to this fight, listen to this program, I should say, you'll know the results of the fight. I think Lopez is going to win that fight. But, you know, Lopez has been throwing a lot of smack out lately uh, to Terrence Crawford, saying he would meet him. He would go up to 147 to fight Crawford. And Crawford is basically telling him to get lost because he's looking at Canelo. I think he wants to get up, go up in weight to fight Canelo. And Lopez, that would be a good little fight. I think Crawford will win that. I think actually Crawford can beat anyone right now. You know, from welterweight on up to, you know, uh, middleweight. I really think he can do that. He's a special fighter. I mean, to me, he's like a, he's like a marvelous Marvin Hagler, that type of fighter. So I can see that, but I don't know if he'll fight Lopez unless, unless the Saudis come up with the money. If the money's right, I can see that fight happening. Also, um, another fight that's uh, being planned now after it was postponed because of Tyson Fury's injury is that um, he's going to fight Usyk on May 18th. And according to Fury, he's going to do five fights. He's going to fight Usyk twice because there's a rematch clause there. Then he's going to fight Joshua twice. And then he's going to fight Nguma again. Now, this is all, you know, like I said last week, and I, you know, Fury's camp, they talk a lot of crap. So I don't know. You know, given Fury's age, I don't know if he's going to make five more fights. I don't even know if he's going to make the Usyk fight. You know, the way the rumors are out there that he's trying to avoid Usyk until he gets into better shape. But we shall see. We'll see. But, you know, it's... um. The Fury camp, you just never know. But before we get out of here, I want to, you know, I do a lot of research for this show. And I came across this show. I've used it on other shows in the past, but I came across this one because it's like, it's up to date. You know, it's what, what he's talking about, who the he I'm talking about is Jackie Robinson. And for those of you who don't know, ne- you've never listened to some of our previous shows on, that I, you know, where I've had, you know, talk, you know, had music, the, um, Root and Root show I've done in the past and other shows I've used the Jackie Robinson uh, program and Jackie Robinson back in 1960 if you don't know who Jackie Robinson is stop this program now and google his name but anyway Jackie Robinson had a radio show called Jackie Robinson Shots back in 1960 and on this particular show I found he talks about boxing and he does the editorial about boxing and it's relative to what's going on right now. So let's listen to that. Jackie Robinson talking about boxing on the Shoulder Roll Virtual Boxing Podcast. I believe it was Mark Twain who said, Everybody talks about the weather, but no one does anything about it. This quip pretty well sums up the present state of boxing. I'd like to raise one small voice and tell you how the mess and stench of boxing may be cleaned up now. First, however... Let's listen to this important message. I was talking about boxing and the position that it's in today in the eyes of the sporting public and I'm sure in the eyes of many other people who are not particularly interested in sports. And one way I think this thing could be helped to be cleaned up is by having a national commissioner who would make laws that would be the, of the best interest of the boxing game. There have been many people who talk about the about people throwing fights and about the tremendous problems of injury as far as boxing is concerned. 
and that boxing should be dissolved. I cannot agree with this. First of all, who are we to say that a young man who may not be able to make money in any other field other than boxing should not be allowed to do so? I think, however, that there should be strict control as to the length of a time a boxer should be able to fight. I think that if he gets in the position of, of being hurt badly as far as his, around his head is concerned, if it appears that perhaps he's going uh, a little off from the punches that he is getting, I think that the boxing people who control it ought to step in and say, Joe Blow is no longer allowed to box. But I don't think that you and I or the lawmakers in a country like ours can deprive of man from making his living in any position or any way that he deems best as long as it's honest and the rules are right. And I think certainly most people are interested in seeing boxing come out honestly, although we do have our problems in boxing just as we've had them in every other sport. And I think that as long as there is gambling connected with these sports, you're going to have your problems. Their national commissioner could come in and help there. But above all, I think we need some protection for our fighters. I've said it about baseball. I've said it about football. But I think it's more important that we look at it in one way as far as the fighters are concerned. They need it more than any of the other people in sports or all of the other people in sports put together. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm interested in boxing. I think most of you who are interested in sports are also. I hope you agree with some of the things that I've said, and, and I, I think most of all we, we, we all ought to see what we can do about seeing to it that these fighters are protected in some way or another. And I sincerely hope that uh, you agree with some of the things that I had to say here. And that just about does it for now, fans. See you soon. That was Jackie Robinson from 70 years ago, 60 years ago, I'm sorry, on his show, Jackie Robinson's Sh Shots. And it was a um, syndicated show based out of New York, and it was, uh, I think it, it lasted for a year. And they're really great show, historical. I mean, it's amazing to know Jackie was talking about various uh, subjects besides boxing. He talked about a little bit of everything on there, but this show, as you know, is a boxing program. And it's still relevant what he was saying over 60 years ago. Still relevant. And I hope, you know, I hope that the, this is my little editorial, you know, there's all this money being thrown around by the Saudi Arabians right now and putting these fights together, these major big fights. But I hope that they will take the time to create some sort of commission. They have the funding to do it and to actually protect these fighters. Get, create a union of some sort. Because it's, it's really, it's needed. It's overdue. You can go back, if you look at history of, the history of boxing, they were talking about this at the turn of the 20th century, talking about it in the 40s, 50s, and now. We still talk about it, but the Saudis, they have the money. And I know there's some folks that listen to this program who are in Saudi Arabia. And just please, you know, get that together. It's really important. Don't let, you know, None of these fighters who really entertain us, who put their lives on the line, don't let them just, when they're done fighting, just let them just disappear. And I'm not talking about just the big fighters. I'm talking about the guys who do the preliminaries, who you'll never hear about and know anything about. They deserve a union. They really deserve that. A commission should be set up 
so we can help these folks out. It's very important. It's really needed. But hopefully that you will join in as far as getting that. If you're a boxing fan, if you love boxing, get that going. You know, just raise your voices and just say, yeah, we got to have this long, long overdue. But anyway, hope you enjoyed the program today, the fight between Dubois and Joshua. There'll be many more. And as I said, you can promote a program. You can promote it by just, as some other folks have done in the past, by just suggesting who should, who would you like to see fight in an imaginary fight? Who would you like to see? And as I always say, I have, obviously I have current fighters like Joshua. I have Canelo. I have Dubois. I have Fury. I have Usyk. But and Terrence Crawford, but I don't have a lot of the current fighters. So, if you want to do a fight, suggest if you don't, if it's not those names I just mentioned, suggest the fighters from 2010 on back, even in the 19th century. I can do fighters back then, but let me know, and I'll be more than happy to put them on this program. But again. I just am so grateful to so many folks around the world listening to this program. And I want to say hi to the folks that listen. I got new folks listening in Indonesia. So I want to say hi to all the folks there in Indonesia. All the folks that listen also that listen every Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. Mountain Time on KUHSDenver.com. Created by the one and only, the legendary Henry Archuleta. Such a great guy. Created that program, that station. Just love him and love the folks in Colorado. I lived there for many years. Hope to get back there soon. But anyway, I want to say go in love and go in peace. This is Greg Rasheed with another edition of the Shoulder Roll Virtual Boxing Podcast. And, I, you know, wherever you are, whatever you do, each morning when you get up, get up, look in that mirror and say, I love myself. If you're sight impaired, get up and just say, yeah, I love myself. Hug yourself. Because if you can't love yourself, you can't do anything. You can't help anyone. You can't help yourself. You can't do anything. So do that each morning when you get up. And also, wherever you are, wherever community you're in, be it on farmland, countryside, condo area, wherever you are, just do something to help that community. Do some volunteer work. Help a senior in that community, a young person, because we're all in this together. Whatever age you are, whatever your ethnic group, whatever your religion, whatever your whatever you are, if you work, if you're you know unemployed, whatever you are, we're all in this together. This is our sphere, this universe, and do what you can to bring positive energy to it. So again, this is Greg Rashid. Go in love and go in peace. We'll see you next time on the Shoulder Roll Virtual Boxing Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.